0: Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized.
1: This is No Harm in Asking.
0: I'm Eric Byron.
1: And I'm Michael Kerr, always ready to share my opinion. We review podcasts and analyze their structure and purpose. And consider what we can learn from the best of them. This week, we will be reviewing We Are Netflix. This
0: podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All right. We are Netflix. You would think this
1: was about entertainment, but it's not. Well, this is right up our alley. We started this podcast, you and I, because we thought that the future would be these types of podcasts, right? The corporate corporate branding branding podcast. It's harder to pull off than you might think. Yes. So we picked this one
0: because, and, and I'm saying this, I don't know Michael necessarily agrees with me. We'll talk more about this, but I think this is a podcast with an identity crisis. It
1: doesn't know who it is and why they're doing this podcast. I think that's a fair assessment. I, I think early on- I've convinced you. Yes, I, think, you, I, think, I okay. think it's fair. Let's see if we can convince our audience that right. this is <laughs> um, I really liked where it was going early on. If you look back, if you go back to 2018 when they kicked this off, the host, Lyle Truxel. Yep, who had decades worth of experience in the radio and then later podcasting space. Yeah, his show uh, Geek Speak 20 plus years. Yeah, and He's I think he I think he had a vision for it, right? He was going to talk to technical people, engineers, and he yeah. was going to show yeah. that this was a really great place for and you know, people like him to go and work. Mm-hmm we're going to have podcasts devoted to what do we do on various teams and kind of the culture of Netflix and those individual teams. So these conversations are just people at Netflix working at Netflix and talking about what it's like. I hope you enjoy them. We We are Netflix. Netflix. And then I think it got And that was the original
0: identity, right? This was the very, very first episode they did. He, with another guy, together they were going to talk about engineering at Netflix and their their very first guest I think was somebody an engineer there talk about iOS, you know, app development and and it was very much this is engineers talking about engineering for engineers. Right. They they that was their concept. And so this was basically geek speak but done for Netflix specifically. And but the, the very next episode was how we hire at Netflix, right? They completely, I mean, just one episode. And interestingly, they renumbered them. So they put one out, and then the next one says, it's episode one, season one. Okay, so I guess the other one was practice, (laughs) episode zero. And they clearly changed the focus. This was now not just engineers talking engineer stuff for the sake of engineers. This was for
1: recruiting purposes, right true i mean if you look at the early ones you know so it started off they did one on uh, how they built the ios app then yes how they did then the hiring one was stuck yep. in there but then they did go back to how we developed the streaming technology machine learning design thinking so yeah. clearly this was the intention the question was how can lyle keep on that path which is what he wanted to do and not be sabotaged by hr who had a different sort of vision for this yeah and i think it was
0: okay to you wanted to attract they were trying to recruit engineering folks. Yeah. So to keep it very technical, have technical guests talking about technical subject matter, this was a good strategy, right? I mean this to me, that works. You kind of understood what you were doing. I'm trying to recruit technical people, yeah. so I'm gonna do a technical we are Netflix thing. Which we should also comment, right? There is a a broader kind of umbrella of content out there, social media around We
1: Are Netflix. Right. I think the branding is very well done, the We Are Netflix branding on social media. And it's clearly focused around recruiting. Absolutely. We Are Netflix is hosted by Lyle Troxell. He's a senior software engineer at Netflix. You can keep up with We Are Netflix on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. To learn more about careers at Netflix, go to jobs.netflix.com. Right, that's...
0: They want to attract folks to work at Netflix, so they're talking about their culture and the different jobs and the exciting things they do at Netflix, and we love this. You said earlier, we encourage companies to consider doing this sort of thing, which is why I think I was also so, so disappointed when I listened to the most recent ones, and this is where I started, right? This is my process. Every time we decide we're going to go listen to a podcast, consider it for review, the very first thing I do is listen to the most recent episode. So their most recent episode is around uh, sustainability.
1: Hello, I'm Lyle Troxell. Today on We Are Netflix, we check in on how Netflix is doing on our
0: ambitious climate goals. And I listened to this thing and I went, ooh, this is like... Like an HR presentation kind of thing or, you know, something, you know, I, I just, I was confused. I, w- I was like, you know, who is this? This is dry and boring. And I love Netflix. I yeah. watch Netflix a lot. Time. I was expecting, you know, these guys are content creators. I was expecting a great production. Uh, you know, this would be entertaining and interesting. And it was dry and dull. I would almost have rather gone to the dentist. <laughs> and listen to this.
1: It was terrible. I agree. It was poor. I felt that they were trying to promote this individual, this Emma Stewart. That again is Emma Stewart. She holds a BA with honors from Oxford and a doctorate in environmental science policy and management from Stanford. She helped create our ambitious plan, which is called Net Zero Plus Nature. And she was supposed to communicate all of the great things that Netflix was doing to sort of save the planet. And Yep. and she repeated this many times throughout the podcast and in in my opinion her she had one goal yeah. and that was to ensure that people walked away knowing exactly what the purpose of netflix sustainability um focus was and if that if that was what she was trying to accomplish then i guess she did it but as far as whether or not it was interesting I, I'm right. not so, sure it really was. I, I don't disagree with you.
0: The message came across what they wanted to communicate. It was very factual. It was full of information about their sustainability programs. It was just painful to listen to. So that's where you know it just hit me and I went, oh, I was expecting something kind of fun and entertaining from Netflix and I was disappointed. So I went and I listened to the previous one. So this is – we'll talk about this too because it's interesting. They've only done 38 episodes in five years so they're not cranking these things out
1: no there's no Um, fixed
0: schedule right so the the previous one so the sustainability one september this year uh very current the previous one goes back to december 2021 nine ten months ago was the last one they did that one was on career growth and development and if you could do something more boring and dry And painful to listen to than the sustainability one, it was that one. So these are my first two experiences with listening to We Are Netflix. And I wanted to cry. It was just so awful. Now, HR people are not entertainers, right? (laughs) They do not know how to entertain. They do not want to entertain. They want to get this information out there. And it it was that. It was something I would expect as an employee to be forced to listen to from HR. It, it was one of those. It, right. it just hit me as this is geared towards internal employees. Maybe you could say it was recruiting focused, but from a this is out on our public
1: podcast, it was terrible. It was just Honful. But I think all companies now face this issue. So if you're going to have an HR, we are, whatever company we happen to be podcast, yeah. I think you're going to be faced with these kind of kind of dilemmas. So yeah. yes, you would like to interview really exciting people who are doing exciting things in your company who love what they do and want to talk enthusiastically about it. Yep. Those are the kind of people you want to put on your client, customer facing site. Yep. But then you get the HR people or the sustainability people or the diversity people and they say, We also need to promote these things. And that's right, you do. So you've got to incorporate these things in. This is the difficulty you now face. Yeah. You've got to mix this in. So you've got to figure out how to mix it in with some sort of balance. Yeah. And so I, I I think would, it's become very difficult.
0: Yeah. And I think for this particular thing, I go back to Mr. Beast's advice on the Joe Rogan experience when we <laughs> okay. listened to that one. And he talked about a kind of less is more strategy. Go big. Go big or go home. Double down on the content. Make it a production. Put all of your effort into one really, really good thing. So my advice to Netflix would be if you want to do recruiting content, put out one or two a year and do it right. Just don't make this some sporadic podcast called "We Are Netflix." Just do it right. I, I think that they're just kind of they've lost, right? They they haven't been able to figure out what to do here. And my guess is it's simply a matter of effort they don't have a team that's really focused on this that's going what is our mission how do we measure success what do we do in here they've got this guy Lyle who's a great engineer he can talk about engineering stuff but they haven't really focused in on gone all right what works for recruiting what helps us attract great talent yeah. and how do we update that yearly or you know biannually so the content is really engaging and serves that purpose.
1: So certainly a decade ago, this was an engineering company. Now, when the podcast started in 2018 – I think it's fair to say that that the transition had already occurred. They needed to develop their own content. They needed to figure out how to keep people on the platform. The people that they need to attract today are quite different than the people that they needed to attract half a dozen years ago. And I think Lyle, to some extent, is from that era, right? Not to say that technology doesn't matter today at Netflix, but I think it matters less. And so they need to figure out who are the people that we want want to attract, what is it that they want to listen to? What's going to make them come to Netflix? Who can we put on this show to say, I didn't think that I wanted to work at Netflix, right? I thought Netflix was a was a yeah. streaming engineering type company, whereas it's clearly not that anymore today. Yeah. And, well, that, and that I needs wanna, to be the focus. So I've been beating these guys up pretty badly, but
0: I do want to comment. There were a couple of episodes in the middle of this that I really liked.
1: And I thought, oh, they had it kind of figured out for a while here, right? They did. You clearly didn't listen to the legal at Netflix one. I'm thinking if there was anything that okay. was dry, it might have been it might have been that one. Okay. There's an episode called Interactive Storytelling at
0: Netflix. This was from April 2020,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and this one they had really good story to tell there. Um, they had these two guests on who had helped produce the interactive episode for uh, the Black Mirror show. I mean, I was engaged. I listened to that whole episode, right? So it was, I thought, very, very good, in-depth conversation. You could tell Lyle was really into it. He was asking great questions and, and really seemed to be interested in the, in the story they were telling. Then there was another one um, called The Queen's Gambit, The Making of, where he interviewed Bill Horberg. You know, again, this was great guest, interesting, creative guy who had produced this content specifically for Netflix. Again, you could tell that Lyle was really enjoying doing this. The contrast now to the the HR ones, the most recent ones, where Lyle, I mean, they're like sticking pins under his fingernails or something. He just clearly is is hating doing this HR thing that is not entertaining. It's not fun for him. He's not getting to, to really talk technical uh, which they got into some of the technical in both of those ones, those previous ones I mentioned. So they had a period where they seemed to be trying to appease, appeal to a broader audience. This was publicly published <laughs> podcasts and the, and I think Lyle wanted it to be engaging for a larger audience and that they could attract recruiting interest. Also, just simply by being appealing about the things that they're doing at Netflix,
1: I suppose so, but Netflix they produce twenty twenty nineteen twenty podcasts okay. and they have podcasts that are geared towards whatever genre you're interested in or talking about netflix shows yeah, so so they know, produce a lot of that kind of content I think right? there's a place for that i'm okay not, i don't know necessarily whether it's it's here, certainly if you bring in individuals who work for Netflix and they're talking about how excited they are or how excited they yeah. are about producing these particular things or what we did that was unique. Yeah. Know, maybe that maybe there is a fit for that. But nevertheless, there's a plethora of podcasts out there to talk about The Queen's Gambit or uh, whatever you habit you happen yeah, to be yeah. interested
0: in. Okay. No, that's a fair enough point. Now, I also do want to bring up because it's a completely unfair comparison, but as I was going through my distress over what is Netflix doing? You know, we love this idea of the corporate branding ones, and, and this one just seems so poorly done. I, I was confused. So I wanted to go look for another example. You know, you know, who else is doing a corporate branding podcast and doing it well? And, of course, I'm a Disney guy, <laughs> right? I worked for Disney for 11 years. My wife was there 20-plus, and we're we are big Disney fans. So I went looking, and sure enough, I stumbled upon d23 inside Disney
1: hey Disney fans looking for the latest Disney news and
0: interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars
1: well have we got the podcast for you
0: welcome to d23 inside Disney
1: I'm Jeffrey from d23
0: and I'm Sherry from oh my Disney and together we are taking you inside Disney so I started listening to that one and I went oh my god In contrast to these first two I just listened to for We Are Netflix, you know, this is so radically different approach. So this is entertainment value. But for me, my reaction to it was, you know, they're not confused about what they're doing. This is entertainment. They're an entertainment company. They're putting out a podcast that is entertaining and it is for Disney fans. But... If you think about it from a recruiting standpoint or even from an internal, they don't call them employees, they call them cast members, for their cast members, the assumption is they're all fans. So if I put out really good content like this that talks about all things Disney and from the cast member perspective, their hosts are real cast members who've worked for Disney for years, can tell stories about their experiences there. Quite a few of their guests are also cast members. Many of them are celebrities, but many of them work for Disney or have worked for Disney on many projects and interacted with a lot of cast members. And so they talk about their experiences kind of behind the scenes at Disney. And so to me, this was like, oh, the trifecta, you hit them all. You hit the fans that are out there, the public who you just want to watch your movies and consume your products and services and come to the theme parks, but you also hit cast members who are fans, former cast members like me who are fans, and anybody who you might want to attract as a new cast member, you could point them at this and say, you want to know about Disney and what this company is and the kind of people who work here? Go listen to this.
1: I think it was quite different than the We Are Netflix kind of aim this particular one was giving a lot of information about disney so what's going on in the parks and what's going on with disney the company and then typically they would interview somebody related to a disney film in the case of the ones that i listened to they were all celebrities so they were people that had been either highly associated with some sort of thing that was going on at disney or they were in they were an actual voice actor in a disney movie Yeah, Um, yeah i didn't feel they were talking to that many disney employees and opening up and sharing how we do things at Disney. I think these are two quite different yeah. Well, podcasts. we did listen to different episodes there. True. And, you know, we honed in on different things. I spotted the She-Hulk one, Tatiana Maslany. But that's much like our. That's much like the ones I listened to. They're, they gave some news. And yeah. then they interviewed somebody that had appeared in a Disney, in this case, a Marvel, a right, Marvel right. movie. But they weren't showcasing what jobs are available at Disney. How do we handle diversity at Disney? It wasn't, oh, it, no. was, it, it was a completely different thing. Now, the, I think your point is, yeah. what is a better route? If you're going to showcase the brand, highlight in Netflix's case, yeah. if you did something more like Disney, don't interview your sustainability person. <laughs> don't interview your your diversity person. Yeah. Instead, talk about what's going on with Netflix, try and promote the brand, then bring in people like maybe actors or people and have them talk about what Netflix is to them, how it's changed their life, things yeah. that they've listened to or watched on Netflix. Maybe you can spin something that that says, "Oh, I really connect with these people. I want to be part of the whole thing yeah. because it excites me." Right. That's today that's I think that's what Disney, that's how Disney recruits people because they all go, oh, I want to be part of this. Like, look at it. My eyes just go, wow, this is fantastic. And, you know, I think Netflix has got to a point where they need to maybe move away. It's no longer about the the engineering or the tech or the whatever you're going to work with, what you're going to key in on the keyboard. What the future is, oh, wow, it's Netflix, right? No, 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 you know, whatever. (laughs) That's that's what you need to to get people excited about. To well, bring people into And just another
0: forward. contrast here, too, in terms of, and again, I, I get that the, the D23 one is not explicitly for recruiting. Right. It's, it's clear. It is not a recruiting thing. And the Netflix one is for recruiting explicitly. My point here, though, is that quality, just general quality, put some effort into it and do something that's really worth listening to. So you've got on the Disney side, the Disney host, uh the primary guy, Jeffrey Epstein, he's been with Disney for like fourteen years. He's extremely knowledgeable of the company he's a director of corporate communications yeah. he's super well connected and he can name drop all over the place. He knows all these <laughs> famous people and and celebrities and stuff and then you his uh, his partner in this thing, sherry Alzira is henry maybe her um her married name. I call her the Giggler. <laughs> right? She's <laughs> yes. a former character performer. Love that. I was a character performer at Disney. I can relate to her. <laughs> but she just giggles and laughs. And her job is to laugh at everything Jeffrey says. <laughs> the girl snorts pixie dust, right. okay? She is just fun having fun. Everything is fantastic. Everything is fabulous. But this is that's the Disney
1: persona, right? right? I think, I think the Disney. brand comes across, absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. that, that these you know three individuals are yeah. showcasing what the Disney yeah. brand is today. Yeah. And um, so I think it is fair. I, even, and, though, even though it's not yeah. – two podcasts are quite different, but I, I think there is some value here. Yeah. If the Netflix people listened to the Disney podcast and said, the world at, at Netflix has changed, we're no longer – This technology-focused company, there's so much there that we can use to entertain and excite people about the brand, and that's what's going to draw people in. But again, going back to the – if you're going to do something that's
0: truly focused on recruiting, again, why would it be an ongoing podcast? Right, I mean, you might want to refresh content now and then as the emphasis changes, say back in two thousand eighteen, they really were trying to recruit engineers and and you know and that was the emphasis, and maybe it's changed a little now, so you put out some new content regularly. It's not like people are going to
1: subscribe to a recruiting podcast. I don't think you need to put out these types of shows anymore. That say this, we, you know, we're allies and we're we're doing this and that and sustainability. You can incorporate that kind of diversity in into the people that you have either yeah. as hosts or who you bring in. Talk about what Netflix is producing. It's producing great content. You've got things that people want to listen to there's There's great things going on, and you can build a podcast around that. Yeah, I wouldn't make it so HR focused. I think that's the right route. If there's a takeaway for this podcast, yeah, I think that's the takeaway, right. Well,
0: the other thing I would just say to other corporates, big businesses that are thinking about doing this kind of thing is again, identity crisis, know what you're trying to do and measure the effectiveness. If you're trying to do recruiting, Put some content out there and then test, measure the responsiveness to it. Is it working? Is it resonating with the people you're trying to get to? And I think this is where Netflix, such a big company that does this so well in so many other areas, why they would fall on their face here, to me is just effort. They don't have the right people focused on this who are really trying to make sure that if they're trying to focus on Recruiting, focus on recruiting, do this right, measure it, really think about the content. Don't put anything out there that doesn't hit the mark. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to hit the mark 100% every time, but, but these last two are clearly a fail uh, from my perspective. Uh, it certainly wouldn't attract me to want to work at uh, Netflix. But I want to comment also uh, this one thing that I thought was really interesting because we like fun and different ways of doing things. In the Disney one, I picked up an interesting advertising thing in the D23. So they do have a sponsor. State Farm is a sponsor. But instead of just reading an ad for State Farm, they do a fun little segment called uh, Five Fantastic Things to Watch This Weekend, sponsored by State Farm. And Jeffrey reads a little blurb you know, about State Farm, you know, as they kick this thing off, but they made even an advertisement fun, very creative. I thought this was very interesting to do that, to have instead of just an advertiser and a host read advertisement in the middle of the thing to do a segment that's sponsored by an advertiser. So have you seen this in any other podcast?
1: I can't think of any. uh,
0: Okay. Me either that, that was yeah, well, I hit this, and I went, oh, I don't think I've seen anybody else do this where they do a segment that's sponsored by somebody else I think I've
1: seen it on in other media yeah we've see I've it on seen TV it. I think we see yeah. it on TV I think sports does a very good job of these kind of things if you watch sports productions oh yeah, um, if you watch yeah. the NFL or the uh now or that major League anything. baseball, this is very popular, yeah,
0: yeah. weather reports sponsored oh, by Report. whatever yes, right, yes, I have seen it right done on on
1: TV. Yeah, I think you're going to see more of this because I think what people have learned, unfortunately, is that they can fast forward through things. So yeah, as advertising evolves, you're going to have to figure out how to, to make sure that people hear your message. And that means you're going to have to incorporate yep. it into the podcast as opposed to having it as a, a standalone separate entity, which people can then just kind of click through. So this, oh, yeah. I, th- I expect to see a yeah. lot well, more Well, you talk about a win-win, right? The whole segment was also plugging all their latest content. Right.
0: right. So the five fantastic things to watch this weekend were all new episodes or new shows, new movies from Disney, right? On, on Disney
1: Plus. Yeah. I, anyway, you yeah, won't see anything like that on We Are Netflix. Yeah. Yes. And I see the We Are Netflix evolving. So I expect that this changes in the future. I mean, I hope they take our advice, that it becomes more of a production. They can incorporate people who are doing great things at Netflix along with the content that they're producing and that they can produce really high-quality, just a little bit of effort to produce some really high-quality components for this particular podcast because I still think it has enormous, enormous value. Obviously, we think every company should have a podcast. I mean, large companies. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep an
0: eye out for this. So so I asked my wife, who's now HR at Apple – If they have something either internal for their employees that's a podcast like thing, she was not aware of any, but uh, I haven't had a chance to really look and see if I can find an Apple podcast that's geared towards just branding, recruiting, that kind of thing. So it'd be interesting to see what other big ones we can find uh, as we uh, continue forward here. So for our listeners, If you're aware of any of these, maybe you've worked on some of these or currently host or uh, are involved in the production of some corporate branded podcasts, we'd love to hear from you. Um, We think this is a fascinating area of great potential for some companies if you do this well. I think it's a very,
1: very effective use of the media. I agree. I think it's really exciting times for this particular genre. And, and yeah. uh, I think it's going to continue to grow. It just needs to be yeah. done yeah, very well to get people yeah, to, yeah. Listen, to listen to it. Yeah.
0: Well, we've seen some great examples of personal branding in this space, right? Where people doing a podcast of that course. helps their personal brand and their uh, expertise yeah. in a particular industry and and knowledge in a, in an area, they become the expert through doing a podcast. And so that's been very, very well leveraged for some Professionals we know in the industry, yeah. Corporates, businesses can do more of this, and uh, right. It, ha- more it has effective. to be fun and it has to be
1: entertaining, and it's tricky. There's no question. Um, yeah,
0: yep, a fine line. All right. Well, that was our review of We Are Netflix podcast. You've been listening to No Harm in Asking with Eric Byron and Michael Kerr. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll subscribe give us a rating or a review. We would love to hear from you. Thank you very much. This podcast is sponsored by collab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration.